we're in a position where we're damned if we get the jab, we're damned if we don't get the jab. Actually, I don't know, even know if I believe that. I think what most people are feeling is that I don't want to get the jab. So I'm damned, do I get the jab? Do I get the jab? Um, I talked to a lot of friends of mine, and just today, talking to my nephew, my young nephew, who um, who was told today, I guess, or within the past couple of days anyway, like a lot of people, um, if they don't get the quote-unquote COVID-19 vaccination, um, he'll lose his job. Now, this is a young man who who's worked very hard to get uh, get to where he is. I think he's uh, about 20. Yeah, he's about 24 years old and he's in a very good position, very good paying position. And, um, you know, again, was told that, that he'll have to vacate his job if he does not get this experimental vaccine, experimental shot, the jab or whatever you want to call it. Um, <clears throat> it's come, it's, it's pretty prominent today. It's, it's all over the world, not just in our country, but it's, it's global. And I'm not going to say too much with numbers because I am not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, and, and I don't have the numbers in front of me. And even if I did, I'm not sure if they're actually legitimate or not. But I wanted to share some information, um, you know, whether to make that decision or not make the decision. Because I struggle with that like a lot of you do and a lot of other people do. And it can be real, real challenging. Most of the people that I know that have gotten it, um, I guess I could separate them into a couple different pools. Um, you know, they're they're good, very good close friends of mine that have got that have received it because they believe it's the right thing to do. They they trust their doctor, they trust the the process, they trust the whole thing. So <clears throat> they go ahead and do that, and that's that's what they want to do. I know another large percentage of people, good friends of mine again, that that struggle with it and they really don't want to get it, but they feel as though they were forced to get it. It was easier to get on planes. It's easier to go to events. Um, it's just easier, easier all around, um, less, um, less resistance. Um, it was less frustrating. In other words, ah, screw it. I'm just going to get the shot because it's just not worth it. Um, and then, and then there are a number of friends of mine and people I know that that are adamantly against getting the shot, the vaccine, adamantly. And and again, you can break all of these pools of people up into different different groups, especially the people that don't want to get it. I think you can break them up into several categories because there are a lot of people I know that are very, very angry and becoming almost violent um, with with the whole anti-vaccination thing. And, and I don't think that's a wise thing to do either because spreading misinformation can hurt people just as much um, as the alternative. Um, and especially when it comes to violence, you know, be, being, being nasty, you know, for example, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm against vaccination and, um, I want to start saying some rotten things to people that got vaccinated. I don't think that's right. That's just as much as an, as a, as a, as a, as a violent act as maybe a vaccinated person telling me that, uh, I'm killing people, you know, that's equally violent, right? So I, I don't think either side, uh, should, should do that. What I personally believe my personal view is that it's everybody's individual decision. It's everybody's individual right to decide 
what they want to do, not just with this. I think what people are failing to see here is that it's it's not just about the COVID-19 vaccination. It's, it's what they believe. It's challenging us to really take a close look at what we believe is the right thing for us as people, as our own person. And that includes everything. So it includes what you drink. <clears throat> it includes what you eat, whether you smoke, you know, how you sleep, how you treat people. I mean, before I talk to anybody about this, I, I or even myself, because I've talked to myself in my own head about this a lot. Um, I think it's a real good idea to sort of step back and take personal inventory first before you make a decision about the vaccine or anything else for that matter. But for right now, let's focus on the vaccine. And by taking stock in what what your life is like now and what you believe in, what your beliefs are, what are your core values right now? And if you don't know, it's a good idea. It's a good opportunity to start thinking about that. So what does that mean? Well, take a look at your health and fitness right now. How healthy are you on a scale from one to 10? Um, Do you take care of yourself? Do you eat good food? Do you eat good quality food? Do you drink alcohol? Do you smoke? Things like this. The reason that matters is because when it comes to vaccination, if if you happen to be a person that enjoys getting drunk a lot, uh, you smoke cigarettes, you vape, you know, you do things that are unhealthy, then what's the difference? You may as well get the vaccination because you're you're experimenting with this stuff anyway. And I'm not trying to sound harsh here. I think you know what I'm saying is that if 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 you're ingesting smoke or vaping pens or alcohol or 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 drugs or whatever. I, it sort of doesn't matter because the vaccination is at at least, at the very least, is made by pharmaceutical companies that that are trying to make something to help people uh, avoid this horrible, uh, devastating um, flu virus, right? I can guarantee you that cigarette companies and alcohol uh, companies are not working hard to save you from anything other than feeling miserable, I suppose, but that's questionable, Right. So, so taking a look at that, taking a look at, uh, for example, if you work in a very dangerous field, if you work, uh, you know, if you, you happen to be working on volcanoes for a living, or you're a tornado chaser, or you do dangerous work, um, you know, that's sort of a, a, a risk-taking thing to your body and to your to your mind and everything else you're doing. So, if you're doing dangerous work, you know doing something like getting an experimental uh, jab that may hopefully protect you from this from this virus does it really matter you know what i'm saying and and i hate to diminish that and i hate to separate the two but i think it it all kind of goes hand in hand the reason i say that is because there are people who who value their health 100% they they try to be the best person they can be um they eat they try to eat right. They they try not to drink or smoke or do drugs or do anything because they just don't believe it's for them. You know, they don't enjoy it. They don't they don't like that kind of stuff. And therefore, you can see the logic where, well, I don't know that I want to get that experimental vaccine because, you know, I just I, I've never gotten a, a flu shot before. I just don't like that kind of stuff. That kind of makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I've known I, I've talked to people that that uh, that that are 
drug users. I mean, I don't have a lot of close friends that are drug users, but I certainly have associates and, you know, light, light friends. I'll call them light friends, people I know. I try not to judge too harshly because, hey, everyone can do what they want. You know, I think that's, that's most important in life. But uh, they do a fair share of, uh, you know, sm- smoking, doing, just doing drugs. Okay, I'll just say doing drugs. And they're complaining about this jab. And it's like, wow, man, you're willing to risk your body with these horrible, horrible, devastating drugs. But you're, you know, you're questioning the vaccine. It's just, I don't know. I, I just question it. I look at it kind of like probably a smart Alex smirk on my face. I probably shouldn't be doing that. But I just, I just don't understand the logic there, you know. Um, <clears throat> but hey, that's my view. That's my take on that part of it. But regardless, it's still a, t- a very difficult decision for a lot of people. You know, you hear a lot about sports athletes that are making a decision to to leave the sport that they love so much because they're given the ultimatum. A lot of sports people, a lot of professional sports sports athletes are are um, they're they're mandated. Actually, it's mandated across the board. I mean, every sport pretty much mandates it. But but there are those that are leaving. There are coaches leaving sports. There are players leaving sports. There are uh, uh, policemen and firefighters and nurses and teachers. They're all leaving their occupations because they're being told they have to get this jab. It's 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 kind of like I try to look at things sometimes from all sides, right? So I look at it this way. Look, the government's trying around the world or the government's trying to our government. I can only speak for the United States right now, but our government's trying to make an attempt at trying to keep the, the 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 people safe so they come up they do the best they can to work with these pharmaceutical companies they come up with things that 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 claim to to help you against these things um that's their job that's what they want to do they're trying to help um you know that's questionable i understand that but they're trying to help but it's just it's helpful to understand why they're doing that um they're trying to help okay now, on the other hand, there are company, there not companies, there are governments around the world that are seeing things a little bit differently. So, for example, in Norway right now, there there's laws being passed that there are no mandates. You you're not allowed to have mandates. Whereas in Italy, they are forming mandates so much, in fact, that uh, um, I recently just read this loosely and roughly that um, pretty much everybody that's working a job is mandated to get the vaccine. No, ma- no vaccine, no job. You're not allowed to work. In this country, they're starting to push this 100 employees and over bill um, to be mandated to work. I think right now it's, I, I don't know if it's effectively like a law right now or if it's encouraged, but I know in my you know, state of Massachusetts, it, it's highly, uh, it's mandated pretty strongly across the board in a lot of, a lot of companies. Um. But it varies. It varies around the world. It varies by government. It varies by company. It varies by, um, um, you know, and even in this country, you know, there are a number of states like Montana, Texas, Florida, and, and others now, there, there are more coming that are making sure that there is no mandate in effect. I mean, Governor DeSantis down in Florida is very outspoken. Again, most of the Democrats can't stand him. And, and even our current President Biden thinks that he's he's dangerous and things like this. But but he's adamant about running his state. That's what makes this the United States. 
uh, of America, you know, we have different governors running states a little bit differently. It's a democracy. You got your Republicans, you got your independents, you've got your Democrats, you know, you've got all these different factions running, operating at the same time. And they have these debates. Nonetheless, regardless, we have different states running things differently. And, um, you know, depending on your beliefs and your values and morals and ethics, you know, you might think about moving to a state that supports your values and what you believe. I mean, for example, Texas now has a, a new law that you can you can walk around freely with a, a gun without a permit. And, uh, you know, is that okay? Uh, you can't do that in New York. You can't do that in Connecticut or Massachusetts. A lot of states you can't do that with. Um, it's not for everybody. You know, some people are into that and some people aren't. So we have a decision. We can decide to move anywhere we want. That's what's incredible is that we do have the freedom for now anyway to, to move around freely and, and, and live in different states, um, live where we want, that we believe that those morals, values, and ethics exist. But I'll tell you this, it doesn't make a difference because what matters first is what's in your own heart, what's in your own soul. You know, it's what you believe, what, what you think is right. And I think, I think a lot of people fail to understand or, or fail to grasp that you own the right to make these decisions in your own heart and your own head. But we're forced so often, even now, what's my dad going to think? What's my grandpa going to think? What's my friend going to think? What's my girlfriend going to think? What are others going to think about me if I do this or I don't do this? It's devastating. It's hard. It's really, really hard. You know, um, I, I will share, let me share a couple of thoughts on the vaccine itself. Let me go back to that for a second, because this is really concerning to a lot of people and certainly to me. And, and I, you know, I don't like talking about necessarily our personal choices, because here's the deal. Our personal stuff be it our sexual preferences or, or what we eat and how we eat and our health and fitness and all that kind of stuff. All of those things to me are private. They're sort of, they should be private. They should be sort of between me, myself, and me. You know, like, you know, maybe discuss with my doctor if you're comfortable doing that. I think that's a good idea if you trust your doctor. But ultimately, you have the right, you have the say. You have the last say in it. You decide what you want to talk about, what you don't want to talk about. We shouldn't be putting our personal choices, our, our health, our political views, or our sexual preferences, or whatever, um, on anybody else. That's our own personal choice. We decide what we want to do, and, and we should feel good about that. And and that's, I think, that's ideally what we all deserve to have, okay? Um, but am I anti-vax? No, I'm not anti-vax. I've been vaccinated for, for several things, you know, starting through childbirth. I mean, my mom told me I was, you know, I had rubella and measles and chicken pox, smallpox, I had all kinds of vaccinations. And even our kids, they've been vaccinated for many different things. Um, I'm not anti-vax and I'm not pro-vax either. You know, I, 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 I personally enjoy living a healthy lifestyle. I've had times in my life where I maybe have not in my younger, younger days, certainly made my mistakes, but I can only speak to where I am now, and, and you can only speak to where you are now. And remember, you can always change it. You may have, as of yesterday, or even today, but as of yesterday or beyond, have made some bad choices, and that's okay. You can always change. You can always decide, I'm not doing that anymore. From now on, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to do X, Y, Z, you know, whatever healthy is to you, because it's different for everybody. But you know what I mean, the general aspect of health and fitness and wellness. There's a lot to that. 
but you, ultimately you have your own decision to make. But let, let's go back to the to the jab for a second or the the vaccine. Um, there's been so much controversy and there's been so much tennis tennis matching back and forth on things. But the fundamental thing that really bothered me the most is how my my step parent not my step parents my uh, my mother and father in law and then my father as well as uh, many good friends of mine um, and relatives, um, were, were given the bill of goods that, that they were to get one of three shots and that if they get this shot, the efficacy was, I don't know the numbers again, but I do know that they were all over 90%, 90% effective. My own doctor told me that, that if I get the, the jab, I will be guaranteed, guaranteed, she said, not to be in the emergency room or not, in, not, in, not on my deathbed in a hospital. Guaranteed. I was also told, like all of us were told early on, that children did not need to get the jab. They didn't need to. We were told that if you're under 50, you certainly don't have to worry very much about it at all. Now, let me, let me talk about one jab, Johnson & Johnson, where it was one shot. And even even Moderna and Pfizer, where you have the two shots, <clears throat> we were told that that you were to do it in two doses, and that you would be very well protected, and that 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 would take care of this. Now, let me go back before that, where we were told that by locking down for two weeks in our home and wearing masks and social distancing, but mostly locking down in our homes for a couple of weeks, we would flatten the curve, the infamous flattening of the curve, and this thing would go away. We'd get herd immunity. Never happened. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks went by. We couldn't buy toilet paper. It was it was devastatingly horrible. It was just horrible. It was one misleading fact after another, and this was coming directly from the CDC and Dr. Anthony Fauci and and the World Health Organization and and all of these things were, they kept changing. So it wasn't coming from mainstream media, be it Fox, CNN, the Epic Times, or anywhere else for that matter. It was coming directly from the CDC and the World Health Organization, and it was changing. And then came the jabs and everyone was excited because this efficacy was up over 90% and and it was very, very hopeful and they started rolling these things out. Now let's fast forward to about a year, year and a half later, where now the the two shot uh, people, I call them, the, you know, the Pfizer and Moderna, now you have to get what they call a booster shot. So now I have family and friends who are devastated because they didn't want to get the shot. These are these are family and friends that didn't want to get the shot, but they were promised that they get the two, they'll be safe. Now they're told they have to get a booster, at least one, but but there are other countries now that are on their third, fourth, and even fifth round of boosters. And oh my gosh, <clears throat> what's the deal with that? Now they have to get the booster. Let me go back to Johnson & Johnson because I have friends and family who have gotten that, and that was one shot. You get one shot, and that's why they got it. It was a little bit lower of a dose, a little safer. You get one jab. And now now they're being told that they're going to have to get a second shot of Johnson & Johnson for it to be effective and to be considered, quote-unquote, fully vaccinated. So they're changing it again. That on top of, they're, they're, I happen to know <clears throat> people that, that got sick after they got the jab that have had some pretty pretty bad side effects after they got the jab. I unfortunately know personally more people that have gotten sick or have had issues with the jab than people that did not get the jab. 
Um, that's just me, though. That's you know, there are other people that say, ah, oh, that's crap. I know plenty of people that got the job, and I do. By the way, I do know a lot of people who got the job and they're fine so far. Um, but just, so so take that all for what it's worth. But I'm looking at the other thing where. Johnson & Johnson, one shot. No, 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 wait a minute. Later on comes along. By the way, let's go back a year ago. Johnson & Johnson, one shot? One shot, really? Okay, one shot. <clears throat> That's a year later. And now you need to take a second one. My question is, what's next? What happens next year or the year after that? Are they going to be there for you if you if something happens to your body, if this RNA messenger affects your DNA, if, if something happens, are they going to be there and say, oh, you know what, you're covered. We're going to cover that for you. You're, you're going to be all set. No, of course they're not. <clears throat> of course they're not. You're basically taking a risk. Is it a low risk? I think so. I, you know, I think what they're telling you is that you know there's a very low percentage of things. I think it's one or two percent at the most. One point something percent of people are dying from these vaccines. But if you do the one point something percent over, you know, divided across the 340 million people in in America, that's a lot of people. So again, if you do the research and you look it up, there are a lot of people having problems. I forgot the. The, the, the term like mitocarditis or something, something to do with the heart enlarging. There've been, you'd have to look it up side effects of, uh, of these vaccine shots or whatever. And there are quite a few, but the risk is very low. They say, I don't know. All I'm saying is do your own research, do your own research, look it up, investigate it, but not in a crazy, crazy kind of way. Do the research, talk to people, you know, see, see what you can find out for yourself. Um, as far as that goes, when it comes down to making the decision now, now we have the government stepping in and telling you that you have to get it or you will lose your job. Uh, possibly you can't fly in a plane unless you get it. Um, by the way, simultaneously, there, there are obvious things going on in this country, such as the, the insecure southern border, where they're giving the new the people coming into this country the option whether they want to be vaccinated or not. The option. They're getting the option. And a lot of people, like my nephew, is not getting the option. He's being told and mandated, this damn word mandated, being told that you do this or you lose your job. Now, nurses... I know some very good nurses that have lost their jobs. And these are the frontline workers. These are the nurses that are, that were there during COVID taking care of patients that were sick with their masks on, with their suits on. They were taking care of these people and, and they're losing their jobs because they're not going to get vaccinated. It's, it's, it's horrifying to see. And it's sort of, it's, it's, it's mandating. It's, it's very, I don't know. I don't like it because they're forcing people to do this stuff um, and putting people in a lot of bad positions um, to make these decisions. Now, let me go back to making the decision, you know, whether I get the jab or not because of my job. In fact, maybe I'll close with that for now because this could go on for, for quite a long time, these kind of conversations. And we've all heard enough of it. But anyway, when it comes down to making a decision whether you should get the jab or not get the jab because of your job, you have to ask the bigger question. Look at the bigger picture. Sometimes I get a piece of paper out and I literally will draw an outline of my body and I'll write around it all of the things I think are important in my life and important to my health, to my well-being, to my fitness. 
do I take care of myself, how I take care of myself, how I value I take care of myself. And I kind of look at all that and I kind of weigh that against getting this experimental vaccine, vaccination, and then sort of make that decision from that standpoint. Further, I'll say this. If you're in a job that's mandating that you get this thing or you don't have that job, is that really the kind of company that you want to work for? Is it, is it, you know, and I'm, I'm asking that seriously because some people say yes, because they're making sure that all of their employees are safe and they really believe in doing this. Then the answer is okay, fine. But if you're going to say no, I, you know, look at, I, I as a boss, am not going to tell anybody, anybody, if, if anybody works with me, I, I'm not going to say you, you have to get this or you're not working here. That's just me. So if that's important to you, that you work for a company that, that allows you to make your own decisions and, you know, look, staying safe, masks and, and sanitizers and social distancing and allowing you to work at home. And there's a lot of things that you can do to help people feel safe. You want to wear a mask? That's awesome. You want to uh, sterilize all day long? That's awesome. You want to wash your hands? Fine. You want to work at home more? That's fine. There are a lot of things you can do as a company um, to take and care of your employees. But look, I understand there are a lot of companies that have a lot of pressure. They have to deal with a lot of people that, that are you know kind of rebellious and they want to fight and, and all this kind of stuff. So I understand that. I'm talking about you making your own personal decision. What kind of company do you really want behind you and, and do you really want to work for? Now, that's as far as the jab goes and mandates go. I'm pushing you to make the decision further. Do you really love what you're doing? Are you willing to risk everything for this one jab or just beyond the jab for example if you're doing a dangerous job and you might fall out of a tree or out of a lift truck someday and and hurt yourself you know was it worth getting the jab was it worth taking the risk in the first place i don't know you have to think about that stuff but further are you doing what you love doing are you doing what you're here for you there's a purpose for you right now right are you doing your passionate work? Are you getting out of bed and saying, yeah, man, I love my life. I love my job and I, I'll do anything for this company because I love it. I just love what I do and I love helping other people and I love working with other people and you're just, you're just such a happy camper, right? Is that you? And if it's not, you, say, you, you, you might be wise to think about finding something that's going to make you happy. Because happiness is not the salary. Happiness is not the company car. And happiness is not all the nice, shiny things. They're all fun toys and they're all wonderful rewards for doing hard work and getting compensated for it and having it. And it's something to be grateful for. But if it all goes away, which it always does, always does, um, that's just the nature of things. Are you going to be okay without it? That's the key, you know. So I think you have to step back, take a look at yourself and your life before it comes to the, to the jab or the vaccine or whatever you want to call it, way before that. Look at your overall game plan, your health, your fitness, your, what you're drinking, how you're sleeping, how you're thinking. Are you spiritual? Are you religious? Is that important to you? Do you like helping other people? Do you, do you, do you, do you love yourself? Do you need to work more on loving yourself and others? How is your relationship with your uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, wife, husband, or whatever? <sighs> Take a look at all that stuff because that that has a lot more to do with the bigger picture. So if you were to draw this bigger picture of you being like a little 
quasi-universe and all these different things floating around it, the vaccination is just a part of it. It's just a part of it. So take a look at the bigger picture and do some thinking and, and trust the one who knows deep down inside your heart, your heart of hearts, and make the decision based on the bigger picture that this is, this is not either, this is who I am and this is what I want to be. And I want to be a game player, a team player, and I'm going to do this because I don't care. I'm going to take the chance. I'm going to get the vaccine and I'm going to live the life I want to live and I'm going to do it. Or this isn't for me. And you know what? It turns out if I have to lose my job, it might be the best thing that ever happened to me because this might be the turning point in my life because everyone has a turning point. There's a path. There's a fork in the road. We all reach the forks in the road. And let me say one last thing about these jobs people are losing, these jobs. How many people do I know and do we all know that end up losing their job at some point? They get the golden parachute after being there for you know, 20, 30 years. They get the squeeze play. I know a lot of people right now dealing with that. They get the squeeze play. They're too old. They're, not get, they're getting paid too much money and they're getting you know booted out of the company. It happens all the time because if you're working for a company, they own you. You work for them. They'll do whatever they think is right for the company. There are great companies. Charles Branson and Virgin Atlantic is another example of a great company. Takes very good care of his employees. Um, people love it there. There are great companies and great bosses, and there's nothing wrong with being part of a great organization. That's what makes this world so awesome, is being part of a great organization. That's wonderful. And it's also great because you know you can start your own business in this country anyway and do, do really, really well doing your own business if that's what you're passionate about. So it depends. Do you want to be part of another group or organization, or do you want to work your own, be your own boss, work for yourself? That's your choice. That's something you have to dig down deep for, and I'd encourage you at any age to be brave, be bold, and relax. Just relax. Trust your gut and go with what's going to make you inside happy, your gut's happy. Don't give a damn what anyone else thinks, and not in a mean way, like, I don't care what you think. I think it's a wise idea to consider other people's feelings, especially people you love and, and respect. That's how I learn. I learn from watching others that I love and respect, and I, I pick up ideas from that. But ultimately, I make my own decisions, as you should make your own decisions, and feel really good about it. You know, build yourself, continue to build yourself and improve yourself and make yourself the best version of yourself ever. And make sure that that's the priority. Remember, again, it's not the job you have. It's not the car you have. It's not the paycheck you get. Some of the happiest people on earth have no money whatsoever. And I can back that up. I can show you examples of that. It's just, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's not the money. It's not the stuff. It's not the nice clothes, the nice car. It's not the hot girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. It's none of that stuff. It's way, way, way before that. Happiness is the way. It's not a means to an end. It's not a destination. It's something you live from inside. And that happiness has more to do with peace, tranquility, just enjoyment, just to enjoy your life, to sit and enjoy your life. And then share that outward with the rest of the world. That's what's most important. So please, please, please reflect on that first. And once you figure your map out or figure the bigger picture out, that will help you with every decision in your life, including whether or not to get this vaccine or jab or whatever you call it.
then what do I do? Make the decision yourself, but then start thinking outward. Think of the person you love most or the people you love most. Ask your girlfriend, ask your boyfriend, ask your husband, wife, or whatever. Talk to your your mother, father, friend, anybody you trust. Get some feedback. Get some information. Do the homework yourself. Do the research yourself. I like to look at role models. I like to look at other people and sort of see what decisions they make and why they make it. And because it's like, hey, I kind of admire their lifestyle. I, you know, I kind of strive to want to be similar to that. That's really envious. You know, I really like that. Don't let that dominate you. Don't let that rule you. But get others' opinions, especially your doctor too. You know, make sure you talk to your doctor, but only as an opinion too, because no doctors, doctors are people too. Sometimes they make good decisions. Sometimes they make bad decisions, but ultimately it is your decision. If you are spiritual or want to be spiritual, you can always talk to somebody that's spiritually minded. Um, I love talking to people about this and I love helping people become the best versions of themselves. I, to a fault, I love doing it. Um, and I still have others. I have spiritual people that I end up talking to to help me, to help me. And, and it's, it's wonderful. So I don't know if you're into church, you can certainly talk to your pastor or priest or whatever. Um, you're part of an organization. You can talk to people that, that are in, um, authority there. You can talk to a psychologist, a psychiatrist. You, there's lots of people you can talk to. Um, you can certainly listen to a lot of stuff on YouTube as far as wellness goes and, you know, the science of the jab and, you know, do your research though. Find out for yourself and get a lot of different information from a lot of different resources. Don't trust one news source because a lot of news medias are in fact crooked. They're looking for the, for the top ratings and you've, you know, you'll always get varying opinions. You should do this. And then this other company says you shouldn't do that. You'll always get that. So you always have to make your own decision. So do the research and make the decision for yourself, and and you'll know it's the right decision because it's going to feel good. It's going to feel warm in the heart. It's going to feel good inside, deep down. You're going to feel good about it. And make a decision and go with it. 